0: Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Hello,
1: my name is Admiral Rachel Levine, and I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health at the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride! Happy Pride Month, and actually, let's declare it a summer of Pride. Happy Summer
0: of Pride. Let's make it the whole summer, because one month is clearly not nearly enough. And it's been so successful so far. You know, with Bud Light and the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Democrat Party. It's going over well in kindergarten because Yeah, Targay. Targay has benefited, and Coles. Really, it's been a heck of a month. For gay pride, you know, I, it's not just Pride Month. There's, you know, pride is a word that has many applications. American pride, pride in our military, our police forces, and policemen and police women. Even our teachers, our teachers, many, uh, many fine teachers of the teachers' union, nothing to be pride of, uh, proud about there. Uh, t- teachers' unions, plural, uh, they're uh, crooked. They're uh, Democrat Party apparatchiks. They took over the teachers' unions because there's a steady flow of money and they can abuse the power and uh, buy Democrat politicians. It's They do this a lot with unions because of the steady flow of, mo- of money. You know, that's how that goes. But, um, uh, but happy Friday to you and uh, good morning. That was, of course, the... Biden administration's what, Assistant Secretary, of Department of Health and Human Services, Admiral, we call him Admiral, Admiral uh, Rachel Levine, who said that, uh, you know, let's make it the summer of pride. Wasn't last year the summer of love, and then everybody in the country was murdered, and that, now and that what happened? It was the summer of love, and then they clubbed the country to death like it's a baby harp seal. Now, if it were a baby harp seal, they'd be really upset, but, but it's not. So, so we've got a, a lot of uh, stories of Biden family corruption, but it doesn't end there. The IRS corruption, hang on, there's more. The Department of Justice corruption and, wait, the FBI. Corruption at the FBI, it's amazing. And we got these whistleblowers on Capitol Hill and there was a uh, Republican congressman and his cohort uh, on Capitol Hill yesterday held a uh, press conference, a very important press conference. If you're looking for it in the New York Times, uh, it's not on the front page. I can tell you that much because I looked at it online. I don't pay for the New York Times. But I went to their uh, website, and and it was nowhere to be found on their, uh, at least on the, I have to dig in or search for it or something, but it wasn't anywhere on the, the first page of the New York Times website. And they, and they publish a photograph of the front page of the hard copy of the newspaper, and it's nowhere to be found on the front page of the hard copy of the New York Times. And when I, uh, I woke up this morning with my best girl, uh, we were laughing about something and uh, went to the front door to get the uh, the Washington Post, which we get uh, delivered to our front door. It's very old fashioned. And uh, there's the Washington Post. And I said, uh, today's game is, will the story about Hunter Biden and the IRS and the whistleblowers and the congressional press conference on Capitol Hill, will it appear in today's Washington Post? Will it be there? Will it be in there at all? And uh, we searched and we searched. And I, I will uh, say my best girl did the searching and uh, in the Washington Post. And uh, very often I'm busy on my iPad and the television and my best girl is leafing through the Washington Post. And every time I hear her laugh, uh, I, I know that there is a uh, fun story <laughs> that, that she's gonna wanna share with me. And, um, and uh, sure enough, page 15, it's uh, the bottom of page 15 in black and white, no photographs or anything like that. A uh, milk toast little piece by three different Democrats who typed it up uh, with uh, their party's interests in mind, of course. And uh, there it's uh, big news. We've got big news for you. Even the news media is not covering it. And on MSDNC and beyond, uh, you know, and NBC, they had uh, Lester Holt, who was, oh, you know, Republicans on Capitol Hill are saying, well, you know, here are the documents, okay, and here's the testimony from the whistleblowers who are senior investigative agents at the Internal Revenue Service and, of course, the media, they spin it. Uh, oh, Republicans are being mean to poor Hunter Biden, who's just a drug addict, who only became a drug addict after his older brother Bo died of a brain tumor in 2015, which is a huge lie. He was kicked out of the Navy in 2014 for repeated cocaine uh, abuses. And, of course, he brags about smoking crack, with uh, then-D.C. Mayor Marion Barry. And that was going to be in 1990 or 1991 in Georgetown, smoking crack, bragging about it. Uh, but the media will tell you, oh, no, he only became hooked on drugs after his brother Bo died because he was so traumatized that what choice did he have but to get Russian prostitutes and smoke crack? I mean, that's everybody's reaction to everything, isn't it? As it's, uh, you know, it's kind of an amazing world uh, we're building here. Uh, the left has... <laughs> has built here. So we've got, uh, we've got updates on that. And it turns out, speaking of which, uh, Hunter Biden also deducted prostitutes. He, in his uh, tax filings, he deducted prostitutes and a uh, very expensive membership to uh, what we would euphemistically refer to as a gentleman's club, a gentleman's club, where they euf- euphemistically uh, have uh, exotic dancers. Not that there's anything wrong with exotic dancers. There isn't. And uh, and not that there's anything wrong with gentlemen's clubs, gentlemen's clubs. That's uh, in plain English. That's a strip joint and strippers. But uh, in the Biden family, it's uh, baby mama. You know, it's a, they call it baby mama. And then you deny paternity, and then you try to strip away all child support because you try. You you go to the court and uh, and say, I'm so poor. I've barely sold any five hundred thousand dollar paintings this month, uh, and uh, and then they cut the pay to your. Four-year-old daughter who you've abandoned, and they don't even put a sock on the mantle at Christmas time in the White House for their their rejected grandchild Joe and uh, you know Joe and Do- Joe Biden. He's the president, and not a doctor. Jill Biden. They don't know how many grandchildren they have. They give a different number every time they're asked. It's kind of embarrassing. At least it would be embarrassing if there are any shame left in the Democrat Party, but there isn't. We're of course at eight 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 six three zero. 962588863 and uh, uh <laughs> yeah and uh it it's true yes uh, gloria a uh, listener checked in with you know pride it's pride month and and it's going to be pride summer according to the transgender assistant secretary of the department of health and human services going to have uh, pride summer uh, pride cometh before the fall sayeth Gloria.
1: It's so important to have pride
0: as a celebration
1: for our LGBTQI community plus. and to recognize how far we have come, but also how much work we have left to do.
0: So much work left to do. We should probably loot a Walgreens. What do you think? Maybe maybe go get a looty Vuitton and a loot loot lemon. Go, go pick up some uh, garments and some handbags. And the handbags is over there. So uh, huge uh, red state headline. Hunter Biden claims Joe Biden was in the room while he was threatening a Chinese official to pay up or else. DOJ sunk the investigation. That's one of the things we learned yesterday. But that's not on the front page of The New York Times or The Washington Post. NBC News did a story on it with Lester Holt, but they attacked Republicans. That was their take on the story. IRS agents told Congress of Hunter Biden invoking his father's business deal, uh, and uh, that actually is the New York Times, but uh, uh, headline. But it's not on their front page. I don't have a hard copy of their paper because I don't pay for it. And I looked for it online, and it's really hard to find. Really hard to find. If you don't, you got to pay because they're, you know, they're capitalists when it comes to them. Right? So Hunter Biden demanded cash from Chinese business partner and. And, uh, of course, uh, find it in the Washington Post at the bottom of page 15. Hunter Biden whistleblower accuses Garland, comma Graves of blocking probe. You know how Democrats don't like to b- block probes. They like, uh, they like ever-expanding probes. Uh, but uh, it turns out that they, they corruptly at the Justice Department blocked investigations. And this is the big news that we learned yesterday. Uh, Democrats are pretending it didn't happen. They're whistling past the graveyard and they'll attack anybody that mentions it because government accountability is not their bag. Know what I mean? And, of course, the Washington Free Beacon. Um, Hunter Biden deducted payments to Hooker and Sex Club from his taxes. Now, Michael Piercy and uh, Larry O'Connor and I were talking about this this morning, and we're like, well, uh, and Patrice Anwuka was here, and so, well, everybody does that, right? I mean, doesn't <laughs> doesn't everybody deduct payments in your taxes for your Russian prostitutes? Not that there's any Russian collusion going on here. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, your, your uh, ever-expanding probe. So uh, the deducting payments to the prostitutes and the sex club from his taxes. Uh, but good luck uh, finding it in the mainstream fake news media. Just amazing stuff. So we got that going for us. Also, uh, you know, Rachel Levine, (laughs) the summer of Pride because the month, Pride Month, is not enough. And honestly, I think that pro-life groups, I was talking about this last week, pro-life groups, there is a pro-life flag, and it's a good pro-life flag with a uh, white background, a red band, a blue band, and two little tiny footprints, little teeny tiny footprints, one in red and one in blue, and it's the pro-life flag. And uh, it's time that pro-life groups and Christian groups got together and went to the government and uh, county and state governments and said, well, we're going to have pro-life month in October. We're going to have pro-life month in October. And it must be in every school. Uh, The flags must fly from every government building. And uh, and it must be a part of the uh, curriculum taught in school to children every year. See, this is how you, you, you kill their movements. You say, well, we want equal treatment. And then they uh, you know, uh, burn a police car and loot someplace, and uh, they riot and attack the police. And a lot of people get injured, and maybe somebody gets killed. And uh, then they, they say, okay, we'll relent. But uh, really, they don't want to relent, do they? So, uh, so I think that uh, pro-life groups, the pro-life flag needs to become very mainstream, needs to fly from every government building in every county and every state. The United States of America needs to be in every schoolroom. needs to be a part of the curriculum every October, all month long. There must be lessons in the value of human life, uh, the constitutionality, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Uh, When life begins, this all has to be a part of, because what's fair is fair, right? Of course, the left doesn't believe that at all. But that doesn't matter. You need to push for uh, for that. And what else? Military Pride Month. Need to have Military Pride Month. And where we spend a, munch, a month in the schools teaching all the kids about all of the great and miraculous things the American military has done over the, the centuries now to liberate people from from tyrants and from tyranny and uh, the importance of the United States of America, the role that we have played and continue to play in the world when we've got a pro-American person in the White House. Now, speaking of which, Barack Obama—you remember him? He did an interview uh, CNN, Christian Amanpour, Christian Amanpour, and and uh, Barack Obama, and um, and he had some crazy stuff to say. Um, it, it, you got to listen to what he said, and then I'll ask, do you think he should give up his oceanfront mansions? Because he, you know, he's like, oh, who cares about those five rich white people and uh, two of them were Pakistani in a uh, submersible going down to the Titanic. You know, what about uh, migrants that drowned in the Mediterranean? Those are the people I care about because he's a racist and he's anti-American. But uh, we've got that coming up, man. And uh, he said a lot of other crazy stuff to Christian poor too. Also, speaking of the submarine, the mini-sub, going down to see the Titanic. Um, Titan, they call it uh, Titan. Titan Sub's fatal implosion likely heard on U.S. Navy's secret acoustic system that goes back to Sunday, not long after it submerged. Um, you know, today is Friday. That was Sunday that it uh, went down to go see the Titanic. And uh, the U.S. Navy has a a uh, uh, setup in the, let's just say, the North Atlantic Ocean, a listening system um, an acoustic listening system that listen. You, know, you ever see "Hunt for Red October" or read "Hunt for Red October," uh, where we listen for the commies uh, sneaking up on us to murder everybody because you know that is their plan, that is their want. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, speaking of which, uh, uh, Barack Obama all said, also said, "Oh, who cares about slavery in China and Uyghurs and genocide of an ethnic and religious minority? Tui, who cares about them? You know what about my uh, Nike shoes?" I'm paraphrasing, but we'll get to what he said about that too, because he doesn't care about genocide in China as long as it's the Uyghurs. Um, but it turns out that the Navy's uh, sonar system picked up something that could remember Jonesy and Hunt for Red October. I, you know, sounds like a lava flow, but I think it's a, uh, I think it's a Soviet submarine. Well, they they listened to things out there, and it turns out they heard something not long after the submarine went down. That was probably the submarine imploding. And, of course, the media went to Hollywood film director James Cameron, who made the movie, the dramatic film Titanic. They went to him to ask his opinion because they're Hollywood suck-ups. They're Hollywood suck-ups. And now that we know for sure that the whole uh, Trump-Russia collusion thing is a complete fake ginned up by corrupt government officials, starting with Hillary Clinton, Shouldn't the Pulitzer Prize Board take their Pulitzer Prizes back from the fake news organizations that reported the fake story and then won journalism's grandest awards? Um, Also a meteorologist who's leaving the business because somebody sent him a mean email and he has PTSD. He's a climate change fanatic. Someone sent him a mean email the police were called, but he's got PTSD, so he's got to leave, you know, the controversial and dangerous business of reporting the weather on TV in Iowa. It's uh, <laughs> it's amazing. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. now the uh, the prime minister of india the prime minister of india is in washington dc visiting the united states on an official state visit i'm sure joe biden's asking him to do something about the weather right and they had a state dinner now i should say i've uh, the last couple of days going down to newsmax which is in downtown washington dc to do my my show It's been a little bit challenging because the Prime Minister is staying at the Willard Hotel uh, down close to the White House uh, and, uh, what is that, 15th-ish, 14th Street, Pennsylvania Avenue, and uh, the Willard Hotel, famous old hotel, great hotel, and uh, the Indian Prime Minister Modi and his delegation are staying there. So the streets around the hotel are blocked off by the police, and that makes navigation difficult. It's one of the things about living in Washington, D.C. that you run into from time to time. But they had a state dinner, and it's only blocks from the White House. And they had a state dinner last night with Prime Minister Modi, and uh, the, the news media is very excited. The Washington Post and National Panhandler Radio, oh, Joe Biden is so great, they had a vegetarian menu at the state dinner for the Indian Prime Minister because he don't want no steak. You know, he, he they don't eat uh, beef and the... Uh, you need other stuff though, um, but a uh, 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 vegetarian menu for Prime Minister Modi. Very excited, and it's headlines everywhere. Uh, headlines not everywhere. Hunter Biden was at the dinner last night. It uh, is crack vegetarian. Do you think? Is there any? Is it might even be vegan? Probably no dairy or anything in there. And uh, did he bring the reefer? Did he bring the uh, he bring the spleefa? Hunter was there, and there were lots and lots of uh, members of the Biden family there. They, uh, It was noted that they didn't have a lot of Hollywood people there, though, not a lot of Hollywood. Normally at a state dinner, a lot of Hollywood people want to come, but Prime Minister of India, apparently the Hollywood people didn't want to be there, so they weren't. And they had to have the crackhead instead, and I've got updates on him coming up.
2: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: All right, so uh, Prime Minister Modi of India, some, uh, you know, they uh, attack him for not having an ideal human rights record. I think it has to do with Islamic terror mostly. But, uh, but let me get to the story from the Daily Mail because the American news media doesn't really cover the news when it comes to the Democrats, unless it's really good news. Then they love to cover it. Hunter Biden makes first public appearance since sweetheart tax crimes deal at glamorous White House state dinner with India. President turns lavish Modi event into a family affair it's a family affair, it's a family affair, by inviting scandal-hit son, daughter, and granddaughter. But wait, there's more. Biden's holding their third state dinner of this administration, the only Biden administration, presumably. Hunter Biden made his first public appearance since his sweetheart plea deal that uh, kept him out of prison. And, uh, and was at Dad Joe Biden's state dinner for Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. President Joseph Biden and First Lady Jill Biden turned the black tie event into a family affair. Son Hunter Biden and his wife Melissa. He's got a a wife, Melissa. There's a song named Melissa, too, but I won't sing that. And... uh, There is a uh, and his wife now is his wife Melissa was his wife Melissa uh, previously married to any other Biden family member because I know he's got a history of uh, but uh, the wife Melissa is there and Hunter Biden and wife Melissa Joe's brother James was there Joe's brother uh, James was there granddaughter Naomi granddaughter Naomi and her new husband Peter Neal they are the ones that live. In the White House, they live. Their apartments up on the top floor that you know used to be servants' quarters, and uh, but they're nice. It's the top of the White House, and uh, and they live in the White House. the uh, The granddaughter and her new husband. They were married at the White House, and then after the wedding they went home, but they were already home because they live in the White House. It's good to be the king. It's a kind of weird thing. And daughter Ashley. Daughter Ashley was there too. You remember daughter Ashley? She's the uh, passive-aggressive one that left uh, the diary in the rehab halfway house because the whole Biden family, you know, has. And she's the one that, in the diary, we learned, uh, and then she left the diary behind. And then somebody found it. Somebody came into the room that she was, uh, that she had been staying in at the at the drug rehab halfway house, and found her diary and said, "Hey, look at this diary. Isn't this crazy?" Then they realized that it was the daughter of Joe Biden, and they passed the diary along, and then the FBI, uh, you know, uh, launched raids and arrested people. And did they put them in prison for, uh, they, they, and they raided, uh, didn't they, that was uh, Project Veritas got a hold of it, and they raided Project Veritas. And uh, gosh, because, you know, the FBI is the private army of the, like in Banana Republics, of the Biden family the Biden administration, and the Democrat Party. It's filthy corrupt. It's the most corrupt thing that anybody's ever seen in the United States of America. But back to Ashley. So she was at the uh, dinner last night, and she's the one who in the diary said that dad used to shower with her until she was what? like you know, like 22 or something. Just kidding. Not until she was 22. But when she was a uh, girl, when she was a young girl, dad would pull her into the shower I assume he sniffed her hair and things as he's as he's in the habit of doing. And uh, that was revealed in the diary. And then the media, uh, uh, you know, just buried the story, attacked anybody that talked about it. Uh, they don't want more information. They want to cover up information, you know, particularly if it's not good news, if it doesn't reflect well upon the, uh, the Democrat Party, because, you know, I'm telling you, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm, 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 mm. So uh, that was last night. Also, there are apparently complaints about the menu by, uh, by Indian people. Um, I, I'm, I, I like Indian food, and you know, I've been to India and traveled around India, and uh, Indian food is great by me. Uh, but, and not all of it is vegetarian, but, the, um, but they have some of the best vegetarian food in the, in the world, I've gotta say. If you want a vegetarian diet, Indian food is good, uh, good for that purpose. And so they had the vegetarian diet last night, but there are apparently a lot of people pointing out, hey, there are some issues with this. Um, But I kind of like the family thing. Naomi, who showered with dad. Oh, excuse me. Naomi is the granddaughter who's living in the White House with her new husband, Peter Neal, and Ashley, who left the diary. You know, isn't it absurd that Ashley leaves the diary full of all kinds of damaging personal information about Joe Biden and the Biden family, a little passive-aggressive Thing Like, oh, I can't believe I forgot my diary. And weeks later, didn't realize it. It's a diary. You're supposed to do something in it every day, right? And then Hunter leaves his laptop at the laptop repair place in Delaware. Uh, passive-aggressive much? I think that, uh, that that speaks to some family issues going on there. And the showering with his daughter to the point where she said that she believes, and she told her many therapists, She believes that that contributed to her becoming a sex addict and, uh, I guess, a drug and alcohol addict, right? Because, you know, the family traditions, family traditions. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Uh, There's a lot more about the corrupt Biden family, but it's worse than that because it's the corrupt Justice Department under Merrick Garland. Oh, yeah, by the way, speaking of Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland was at the uh, state dinner last night as well, He's uh, Joe Biden's personal attorney general. And interestingly enough, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy was at the state dinner and Steve Scalise was at the state dinner, who was lucky to survive when a Bernie Sanders volunteer shot him in an effort to murder him uh, several years ago now. Yeah, amazing stuff. So Merrick Garland is there. He's crooked as uh, all get out. And uh, Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise um ashley uh don't shower with me you think she's sensitive about showering with grown men now because of her relationship with her father joe biden there you have it okay let's go to uh let's go to the telephones let's go to uh let's go to jim um who's calling from herndon virginia jim you're on the chris plant show
1: uh thank you for taking my call chris i'm a former probation officer Here's the question with this sweetheart deal that's never, ever been addressed. Who's going to monitor his abstinence from all mood-changing drugs? I can't wait to see that, that uh, probation contract. And the poor probation officer who's going to supervise him will be under the gun not to report any, any violations of his abstinence. I- I'd be surprised if it's even in the contract. Um, federal probation officers are really, really under the gun. To, um, can we say, poo poo uh, certain things on uh, contracts of uh, VIP people? I supervised a doctor one time who was a pedophile, sex offender. And boy, you know, they they poo pooed his, we we polygraphed them. Uh, He never did a polygraph. And so, you know, I was put under the gun for that. And I said, you know, I'm I'm not going to poo poo that, this guy. I reported him and I, and I got fired. So, uh, you know, the poor probation officer, so it's probably going to be a supervisor. If it's even in the contract, Chris, he must maintain abstinence. Uh, but th- th- that's my take on his, uh, his cakewalk. Thank you for taking my call.
0: Well, listen, Jim, uh, you, know, you know that uh, Hunter was kicked out of the Navy for repeated instances, instances of cocaine abuse. And uh, also, I'm going to have to uh, politically correct you, Jim. Uh, we don't call them pedophiles. Uh, the Democrats now refer to pedophiles as minor-attracted persons, or MAPs. That's what they call them now. They've got a euphemism for uh, pedophiles, because I think... Do you, you get the impression, Jim, that the Democrat Party is pro-pedophile these days? Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? You're like this uh, teacher in Texas who had a high school class, uh, classroom full of kids... And she was explaining to them that we don't use the word pedophile uh, and we don't use child molester. We use a much more gentle and friendly term now.
2: We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them masks. minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old.
0: That's right. That's today's Democrat Party uh, position, Jim.
1: Call them gro- hey, Chris, we can call them groomers, only they're not at the hairdresser.
0: Well, they're very, they're, <clears throat> they become very upset if you call anyone a groomer, too, um, because, you know, they don't like to be uh, properly and correctly identified. And again, minor attracted, I'm sorry, it was persons, right? Persons, not people. Minor attracted persons. Minor attracted. That's, you know, you go to prison for being a minor attracted person in any civilized country. But the Democrat Party is trying to normalize child sex. And in particular, uh, gay child sex.
2: You know, this allegation of groomer and pedophile, it is alleging that a person is criminal somehow and engaged in criminal acts merely because of, of their identity, um, their sexual orientation, their gender
0: identity. Grooming. That's Democrat Congresswoman from California, Katie Porter, who is running for Senate. She's running for, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat uh, which she has not vacated, and they, um, and also Adam Schiffless is running for that as well. They've got two humdingers, uh, and that's those are the front runners in California. The and she's the one, of course, Katie Porter, who said that she raised her nine. She's raising her children, her nine-year-old daughter, to believe that uh, we're on the brink of an apocalypse and we're all going to be dead very, very soon because of the weather. I
2: told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you, and I said, what do you think about climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. Sure. And I asked her how that made her feel, and she said it made her feel angry.
0: Angry. So she burned a police car. It's uh, She's the <laughs> youngest girl, nine years old, on record, to uh, torch a police car with a Molotov cocktail, because the earth is on fire, and you know, that's kind of it's always ironic, like the guy that self-immolated, the Democrat that self-immolated on the steps of the Supreme Court last year on Earth Day, Earth Day to commemorate Earth Day, he self-immolated like a Buddhist monk, and uh, and it was because he is against people putting smoke into the air, right? So he doused himself in uh, flammable liquid, gasoline or something, and, and uh, lit himself. Did he use a? Did he use a uh, a Zippo lighter? Do we know? Because <laughs> that's kind of the old school way to go, uh, Zippo. Yeah, your Democrat Party, Minor Attracted Persons and Hunter Biden, and uh, we've got a bunch of Hunter Biden news, and really it's about the corrupt Biden White House and Justice Department under Merrick Garland, and they've corrupted everything. They've corrupted the FBI. They've corrupted the IRS. You know that the Obama-Biden administration used the IRS to target their political enemies, and, and uh, of course, they used the intelligence community to spy on people like James Rosen at Fox News and James Rosen's parents in New York, and James Risen at the New York Times, no relation, and and uh, the Associated Press in Washington and the Associated Press on Capitol Hill, their Washington Bureau and their Capitol Hill officers, and they used the intelligence, and they, uh, they uh, hacked into the Senate Intelligence Committee's uh, computer and their emails, the uh, CIA did under John Brennan, and then John Brennan lied about it. And they're spying on all of us, and James Clapper, the director of national intelligence, lied under oath about that repeatedly. And all of this is just fine, because we live in a corrupt country, the United States of America and the United States government, and the news media. Corrupt, corrupt institutions. It's a terribly sad thing to have to say. Uh, But there, are nine years old. What do you think about climate change? And uh, Archie! And... uh, Uh, The earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. The earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. The key word there is soon. soon. The nine-year-old is being told, and then does the mother of the nine-year-old child say, no, honey, get down and hug your child and say, no, honey, we're not all going to die soon. No, she says she's got a follow-up question. And how does that make you feel? (laughs) You know, I think uh, Child Protective Services should intervene and take uh, her children away. She apparently has three of them, allegedly. That's uh, that's amazing. And now she's running for the Senate and uh, wants to be elevated because of the work that she does for the party. Um, you know, I mean, that is, that's the stuff of the Jonestown death cult. That's the lineup for the Kool-Aid. It was generic uh, store brand Kool-Aid, not Kool-Aid brand. Kool-Aid at Jonestown. By the way, that was a socialist utopia, Jonestown. Just, uh, just by the way, that whole thing was all about bringing about a uh, socialist utopia. So they left the San Francisco Bay Area, and they uh, went to Guyana in South America so they could have a socialist paradise. Right. And then they all killed themselves or each other or something. All right, let's, uh, let's, go, to, um, let's go to the telephones. Uh, let's go to Rick calling from El- Elmwood Park, New Jersey. Richard, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
1: Chris, you know, I'd like to offer the lefties ten grand for proof of CO2-caused catastrophic anthropogenic global warming.
0: <laughs> See if
1: that lights the fire.
0: Well, they would uh, direct you to Al Gore's uh, movie. When was that movie? That was like, you know, like 15 years ago or something, wasn't it? Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth. And, and uh, they'll send you—they they just keep repeating and recycling the same—95? Oh, it was 2006? He knew right off the top of his head. 2006. And um, so how long ago is that? now? that's a long time ago. It's uh, 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 17 years ago, right? And uh, you think, Rick, you think they've saved that polar bear sitting on the little ice slab? Uh, I've been concerned about him.
1: Mm, Polar bear population is booming. It gets higher every year since 1960. We're up to about 31,000 right now, and polar bear hunting is legal.
0: You know... You're going to be a problem for the Democrats because you have uh, educated yourself. You have informed... And you're right. Uh, the reason that the pol- polar bear population had been depleted in the first place was mostly because of hunting, Rick, right? And that's because uh, we allowed natives to hunt polar bear because it's a tradition. Um, yes, sir. That is uh, that is madness. And uh, But they've still got the kids terrified about it because... You know, if you can't terrify the children, who can you terrify? We're all going to die soon. This is for real. It is not made up.
2: Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville Rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't
1: like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. <laughs> when you say things are good and I check them out, they are.
0: Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, since we were just talking about climate change, say, since we were just talking about climate change and everything, I got a story from the Des Moines Register out of Iowa. KCCI Chief Meteorologist Chris Gloninger departing station citing PTSD, comma, past death threat. Now, this is an almost funny story. KCCI Chief Meteorologist Chris John uh, Gloninger is uh, departing the station due in part to past threats, he says stemmed from his coverage of climate change. See, it goes to what uh, Rick was talking about. Glaniger announced uh, the news on Twitter in a statement on Wednesday, said he would soon be saying goodbye to the local CBS station. On the 6 p.m. newscast, Gloniger said his last day will be July 7th. 18 years, seven stations, five states. Can't hold down a job. I'm bidding farewell to TV to embark on a new journey dedicated to help solve the climate crisis, he said. After a death threat, stemming from my climate change coverage last year and resulting PTSD. He's got PTSD. He says he's leaving. And uh, he says his climate change coverage has garnered negative feedback. And last month, he received his first threat. He wrote this last year in July of 2022, followed by a flow of harassing emails Police are investigating. It's mentally exhausting, and at times, I have not been okay, he says. Now, I have the harassing emails. A guy wrote him an email saying, You are a worthless Biden puppet, a liar, a conspiracy theorist, and an idiot. You give Iowa a bad name. Go home, B-word. Beep. Uh, Go home, B-word. That's one email, and uh, that's, uh, that's, that's that's uh, I guess, uh, as harsh as it got. And, uh, and they got the police involved. And the police investigated it because the guy sent him emails and you know used his normal email. They went and found the guy. And the police were so angry that and the courts and the police and the courts were involved that the man was fined $105 for sending mean emails. Uh, but this weatherman, I'm guessing he's a Democrat, was so traumatized, good thing we didn't send him to, Storm the cliffs at Point du Hoc on D-Day, huh? Uh, <laughs> you know, I I have got one piece of advice for him. Uh, now that you're uh, leaving uh, the the traumatic world of weather, don't try a career in talk radio. Okay, don't try a career in talk radio. <laughs>